Hi there, and thank you so much for your patience while on hold. You've reached Rachel at Blanket Fort Books. How can I help you today? Just kidding. This is a podcast. (laughs) Welcome. Yeah. So we're all here gathered, and um, we're going to talk about some things. Before we get into what this podcast is actually about, I think um, we're going to first discuss the tea that I made uh, to soothe our vocal cords and our souls before we start talking for a really long time. It is lemon juice and a bunch of ginger root, and it's probably spicy. I have only done this twice. It's actually a really good combo. It is delicious. Oh, I feel good. It is great. Do you feel cleansing water? Cleansed. Yes, I am ready to take on this podcast. Okay. So, welcome to Blanket Fort Books. This is the podcast where we discuss all forms of media. Um, I'm Wit. You can find me on my YouTube channel at Wit and Wisdom or on Twitter at Wit and Wisdoms with an S. <laughs> I am Rachel, also known as Chacha to my niece and nephew. I go by both. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Abrams Records or Twitter at Abrams Records, also with an S. And my name is Gabe, and currently the social media platform of choice would be Twitter, I guess. And um, my Twitter handle is at BoardSeed, B-O-R-D-S-E-E-D. So we thought we would kind of just kick off this episode introducing ourselves, what we are into at the moment. Um, this will be covering all types of media. Um, so books, movies, TV shows, music, kind of everything that we want to talk about because it's our podcast. <laughs> so Rachel, what are you currently into? Whitney, I am currently into so many things. My main form right now would be ingesting an ungodly amount of music. (laughs) I would be revisiting my um, love of Father John Misty. Um, Used to really only have my exposure to him through my close friends, as Gabe here. Um, Also through uh, the Fleet Foxes, but I just thought I really needed to get more acquainted with his solo stuff. So I've been uh, listening a lot to that. Um, I've also been stacking up my pile of books, but haven't yet to really attack them. (laughs) They are more on my fall to-do list, and now that we're in October here, I think it's fine to tackle them. What about you, Gabe? Am I allowed to just talk shit instead? Absolutely. Okay, so there's this show on Netflix that I watched, um, and... The, the premise was really intriguing, so I, I would just naturally had to watch it. Um, and then once I started, I couldn't stop as one usually does when watching a Netflix show, except I'm kind of upset. Um, but anyway, there's this new one. It just came out. It's called Away, starring Hilary Swank. Um, and she and a bunch of people go to Mars um, in the not-so-distant future Um so the thing is, is the show is so expensive and so beautiful. The performances are mostly good. Um, however, it's it seems like what we ended up with was a this is us, but in space, as we kind of get this vignette character study thing that kind of just destroys any plot that the show could possibly have. And instead we just focus on the backstories when the really, the only interesting thing happening is that these um, astronauts are acting like teenagers in high school and they're going to space. And I'm like, if these are the types of people we're entrusting to go to space, I am very concerned with that, where, where that funding is going. Because if 
If the stuff that goes on in that show was happening in real life, they would be back to earth so quick. Like that is the, the, like they hate every, they hate each other and they're, they haven't even left the moon yet in episode one. (laughs) And then the show expects me to cry. (laughs) Thank you, Netflix, for the melodrama in space. And then just a bunch of weird twists and turns happen that made me roll my eyes like every episode so i'll just stop there because i could keep going well is it bad that i just thought of lloyd in space the entire time he was talking I about love that lloyd in space. <laughs> i forget what lloyd in space is you hadn't seen it as a child and i showed you the intro recently oh with the, the alien guy. in space oh i think i can picture it yeah i is that familiar. what that show is that you just described humans but lloyd in space I don't know what happens in Lloyd in space, though. Sounds like I the think same thing. I haven't seen Away, but why is it that every show that takes place in space has so much unnecessary high school drama in it? It's like you're in space. Can you please give me another example? Because I want to watch more space shows. Primarily, the example I was thinking of was The 100, if anyone has seen that show. And it was kind of trash. <laughs> oh, okay. So much unnecessary drama. Like, you have more important things to worry about. Come on. I think a lot of people, especially in the one hour shows or half hour shows, are a little too intimidated to get heavy. Like, I mean, like intellectually heavy. They want to keep it light. They want to keep people invested for that short period of time and then can walk away but come back after. And, you know, if you're looking like at a a lot of movies like Interstellar being one, Gravity another, there's a lot more depth into the story of Mm -hmm. course it's a film it's different but they don't focus as much on the drama as when you're looking at like a series they really want to keep it yeah but now that you mentioned it that's a good point because with like when you can compare a show to a movie it's like primitive story structure but then with a movie it's like it has to start from the beginning and be the you know the actual sum of its parts by the end and there's unless it's like a really long movie, Mm -hmm. then there's really not a lot of room for cheap drama and plot devices. True. (laughs) Very true. We are active. (laughs) Active. In our media. Oh, I guess. I'm starting to realize I have far too much to say. (laughs) Whitney, did you already say what you were into? I didn't. Um, mine is on a little bit of a different note, a little more, um, solemn, if you will. (laughs) I just recently completed the, um, docuseries, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. It is based on the book by Michelle McNamara, who, um, was the creator of a true crime blog, and it was, like, her life passion to catch the Golden State Killer. And tragically, she passed away before she was able to, but the Golden State Killer was caught, um, using help from like 23andMe and DNA services and it was absolutely incredible. It made me cry so many times and she was married to Patton Oswald, and I like unreasonably have the largest crush on that man. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sorry. <laughs> well you are always super into true crime. Uh, yes absolutely anything true crime I am all about. So that's what I've been watching lately. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you guys, what is the last book that you finished? Why do I not remember? I think mine was Bellevue Square. Right. How did you like that? What was, what was it about? I loved it. It was... Hmm. I can't really say too much for anyone if you don't want to hear a spoiler, but kind of give the 
the themes it's it's based on mental health a little bit but also with someone simply grappling with reality like they're trying because they think that they have found or they've been told that they have a doppelganger and she's like nope never seen that person (laughs) and then she's like well maybe I do have one so she starts to go on this quest to find the doppelganger and there's she makes friends and she has her whole world outside of her family and her work to try to find this and it comes to a point where she's unaware if what she's experiencing is real or if it's like a mental breakdown kind of a thing and it's confusing (laughs) and I'm not quite sure the ending was what I wanted but it certainly it was interesting we'll say that if you had to rate it out of five, what would you rate it? Probably like a three. Three? And I'd say that Solid. because I wanted to finish it. Mm-hmm. I, it was a page turner. Wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I don't know. There's a little bit in character development outside of the main character that I found it really lacked in. It was So, yeah, I would, I would have to give it a three. Nice. Nice. What about you, Gabe? I, I did just remember what book I read. Like I had listened to the audio book of Lily Allen's memoir uh, called My Thoughts Exactly. Her her memoir was actually quite good. I mean, just to, I guess, for context, like I absolutely stan Lily Allen, period. Like she is just so wonderful to me and um, I love all of her music and it just serves me great comfort to listen to her music and I've carried it through my life for years and I saw her live and it was just great and life-changing I wish I could have a conversation with her but uh, the actual memoir itself it was um, it was very enlightening because I feel like you can't get a lot of what she told from her Wikipedia page like she's pretty much like a Kardashian in the views of the people in the UK and like over here I'm just like I don't get it like and, and the book explains it one part it's really because just one day when she started to blow up after like she posted her music on MySpace, when she finally like released her first album and an interviewer asked her like, what are you going to do to celebrate? And as a joke, because she has a sense of humor, she was like, I'm just going to go snort a bunch of Coke and, <laughs> and, and go party. And then from there, instead of a Lily Allen, you know, released her album and she's, you know, happy that it's successful. She then, gets an article post or an article like written about her that's basically just like Lily Allen the cocaine addict just released her album (laughs) and then from there everyone just thought she was like really trashy and a mess and her life wasn't perfect and she goes on about that in great detail but um in that book it just it really shows you just how like the media is absolutely garbage to real people especially women that are like just starting to get like have be successful and have careers because there's always going to be somebody there to try to tear them down and when it's like a major publication doing it it's very easy to just amass an army and paint somebody to be somebody they're not and there's just a lot of twists and turns in that book um if there was anything i would prefer differently like in that book it might have been the organization of it because as somebody that's been following her for a while it was very easy for me to jump back and forth in this timeline and understand where everything kind of pieced together and what influenced what 
but the f it's not told in like a linear format. And I think when I read a memoir and the few that I have, I do appreciate chronological order. And I think with her story, it might have been beneficial to do that, or at least maybe have some segments together when they were actually just spread out in the book. But other than that, I thought it was very interesting to read. I loved that she read the audio book. It was a great listen. What would you rate it out of five? Um, I'd probably give it a four. Yeah, a four. Awesome. Awesome. I love a good memoir, and I especially love when the author um, narrates the audiobook themselves. Agreed. Yeah, it always makes for a better experience. What was the last book you read? Um, the last book I completed was I Wish You All the Best by Mason Deaver. Um, this was also as an audiobook. I've been in like I kind of fell into a pattern of um, only listening to young adult contemporary audiobooks, <laughs> which is not my usual genre at all. However, this one was very hard hitting. Um, it deals with a young non-binary teen who comes out to their parents and is um, subsequently kicked out of the house. Um, it was very, very emotional, and it's kind of them coming to terms with their identity and um, accepting themselves and also falling in love and it was so cute and so pure and also like very devastating and emotional but I highly recommend amazing what do you rate it a five awesome and I don't I don't say that lightly but this was an incredible audiobook and an incredible story and I feel like we definitely do not get enough um non-binary protagonists it's tragic we need more queer literature definitely and i just realized i lied the last book i finished was actually i'll give you the sun mm. you just yes. reminded me of yes. that and yes, yes, yes. i won't go into detail because i already talked about one but um i wept yes <laughs> it was so good that's a book that i gave you yeah. um because i read it like six years ago and i thought you would love it it, it was so good yeah see young adult again and that's nothing that i would ever yeah. gravitate towards but um it was really good it mm -hmm. was also so good. queer yeah and just oh just yeah. read it everybody go read it <laughs> sometimes like you just need a good young adult contemporary romance in your life <laughs> and it was funny it was yeah. like light. I mean it had its heavy bits and a little bit a little bit of it was maybe like a little bit predictable yeah but it was just wholesome and good mm-hmm absolutely Okay, so now we're going to go into a segment that I think we're going to do at the end of every episode, and that is where I have picked a question in advance, um, and Gabe and Rachel have no idea what it is, so I am going to spring this on them, and they have to come up with an answer quickly and on the spot, so it's going to be a fun time. <laughs> okay. And these are all going to be very, like, kind of weirdly specific, no, like, general, like, do you like cats or dogs? Like, No. We're going to mm. delve into some stuff. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so the my question is, what fictional character do you think is amazing in their book slash series slash movie, etc., but would be insufferable if you had to deal with them in mundane, everyday situations? Jack Sparrow. <laughs> oh my I'm goodness. sorry. I love Jack Sparrow. I have had a crush on him since Gabe first showed me the movies. <laughs> and I love him. I would drink rum with him, but I feel like if I had to sit in a car with that man, <laughs> oh, oh. 
it would wear thin. That would be awful. That is my final answer. That is a great answer. <laughs> and very on brand. It is. Oh, that's such a good answer. I I'm just like completely drawing a blank as I usually would. I can't I'm trying to remember somebody. I, I mean I've i generally seem to find a lot of characters particularly disagreeable <laughs> or frustrating in one way or another and I'm just like oh I couldn't if I was in that situation right now I would just leave. yeah I would just leave um well I can tell you what answer I picked yeah. and then you can have a okay, second to I'll, think I'll about just it need a second. okay yeah. to be fair I did have time to think about this but I also did write this down right before the podcast um mine is a little like a little strange but just hear me out so I ended up picking L from Death Note <laughs> oh my goodness okay i really want to hear what you have to say I, I, this is gonna delay my thinking but i really need to listen to this because this is gonna be good i think having a conversation with him would be absolutely insufferable so annoying um he is super secretive everything is top secret he is he second guesses everything presented to him like i just imagined like going to a restaurant with him and first of all he would sit with his bare feet on the chair and second of all he would take seven years to order because he wouldn't trust the wait staff oh, so and he would be yeah and he would be so suspicious of everything on the menu so that's my answer <laughs> oh that's such a good answer that is like so embarrassing holy shit yeah i i couldn't i could not be friends with him i love him as a character i think he's amazing probably my favorite character in death note but no, I don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you thinking of everything you've ever watched and like read basically, and experienced? Because it's like, it's usually just one way or another. It's not like if I hate them in the show, I'm probably going to hate them in real life. <laughs> so yeah. if somebody, I mean, like, honestly, pretty much any character I can think of that I would enjoy... I probably wouldn't get along with, to be quite honest. My first thought for something you would pick, because I haven't seen it, but I've like watched it with you, is like all of the cast from Good Girls. I that did cross my <laughs> mind. If I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. so okay, let's do let's do Good Girls. I love all of them very much. They have very wonderful characters with redeemable qualities. If I were in the situations that they go through, of like they just <laughs> like the the catastrophes just keep piling up on them. Um, for background, they're basically like just three regular mothers that are doing their best and accidentally come across a world of crime and drug trafficking and they can't get out of it without fear that they just might get killed. I think I watched one episode on an airplane once. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I've like sat beside you when you've watched it. And I just remember that one scene in particular where... Um, she leaves like her kids like blanket in the car and has to go get it from like the drug dealers or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, the character, yeah, the one May Whitman character, the, she's there and, um, she's like the, I guess you would call her the most immature of the three. She's the youngest. She's the younger sister of, uh, Christina Hendricks's character. And, um, she is just so like, I can just imagine she would be sitting there. We would, she'd love to hang out with me because, you know, we are probably the same like 
zodiac sign or something. Um, <laughs> but just the way that she handles her personal life among all of this, the unbearable amount of stress that she and her friends have to go through is unbelievable. So, I mean, anybody would be acting crazy in that situation, but the way that she handles her personal relationships going back and forth with everybody and getting mad when they don't pick up her signals because she's not communicating. It's like, I do all of that too. But if she was there venting to me about this, I'd be like, you're telling me this with great detail as if I've been there with, as if I had been there to see it and I know exactly what the prom- problem is. And if I tell you the truth, you're going to be mad. And that's who she seems to be. Fun. <laughs> so I think that will be my answer. That's a great answer. Perfect. So that's who we would love to not hang out with. Yes. <laughs> Maybe down the line we'll talk about who we would love to hang out with answer is still jack sparrow i mean yeah uh, what about like a character that is like positioned to be like what about a troubled character that you wish you could just like care for and fix um dolly from ratched oh Oh. (laughs) also edmund tolson and i stand by that (laughs) you I have no comment. We're going to save that for later. <laughs> I have so many thoughts. <laughs> anyway, little sneak peek of episode just, two. Let's just think about that question and we'll come back another time and discuss it. I'm going to have like a list of people that I wish were real that I want to go hang out with. Yeah, same. I think that's a good topic for a future episode. Mm-hmm. I will say my biggest fear is meeting the actor of a beloved character because that ruins the fact that that other character is not real mm-hmm. and they need to be real. Absolutely. Yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, sign of a good actor. Yeah, well, I think that's all that we had planned to talk about today. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys liked it. Yeah, this was our first episode and I'm so happy to be starting this journey, this spiritual awakening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> blanket fort book. That's our song. Everybody repeat your clout before we go. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel where I talk about books and it's a chaotic fun time at Wit and Wisdom. Um, And my Twitter at Wit and Wisdoms. There's an S on there. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to hit up Rachel, which is me, um, you can find me at Abrams Records. I will spell that because it is a confusing last name, apparently. So it would be A-B-R-A-M-S Records, R-E-C-O-R-D-S. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. And... Uh, This is Gabe, and you can follow me on Twitter at Boardseed. That is just Birdseed, but with an O. And you can also follow the official podcast Twitter at Blanket Fort? Blanket Fort Book, I think. We just made it. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's Blanket Fort Book. Okay, I think I think it cut off the S when I tried to add it. I think ah. it was too long. But anyway, everything will be linked in the description of the video. And certainly hit us up with any suggestions or any questions, anything you would like to hear us discuss. Mm -hmm. And we will talk to you next week. Farewell. Bye. Bye. Bye.